We know the Cardinals need reinforcements in the pitching department, and former Major League Baseball general manager Jim Bowden has the Cardinals linked to a lot of different names in this offseason. We're going to go through his list today on Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter, X at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Cardinals. want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. You don't have to pay a cent. Also available on YouTube. You want the visuals of this show? Be sure to stop by, like, subscribe, comment, Interact with us. Don't be shy. Hit that notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers who took home their first World Series championship last night. Uh, Congratulations to Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton and Adolis Garcia and Mike Maddox and all the other members of the organization that had ties to the St. Louis Cardinals on uh, bringing home the hardware. That that was great, you know, and um, I feel really, really smart that at the beginning of the postseason, I picked the Rangers to win it. I thought they had a, a really good route to get to the World Series and win it, and lo and behold, that's what happened. I only wish I had made a bet on FanDuel for that. That, that, that would have been smarter. I just didn't think about it at the time. But anyway, good for you guys. Well done. Uh, happy birthday to Willie McGee. Willie McGee, I remember as a kid, ran into him and Vince Coleman at a Schnooks in North County, and... I was so nervous. I felt like I was among gods. I didn't even have the courage to say anything to him at the time. I was just like, oh, my gosh, there's Willie and Vince. Um, But 65 years old for Willie McGee today. So happy birthday. And uh, Nolan Arenado nominated for the National League Louisville Silver Slugger Award at third base. He'll go up against the Padres, Manny Machado, the Dodgers, Max Muncy, and the Braves, Austin Riley. So a little bit of a news before we get started. All right. Uh, we did some trade talks yesterday, which involved Dylan Carlson today. We're going to focus on free agents. Uh, free agency is going to be huge for the Cardinals this offseason because in my eyes, um, and a lot of people's, a lot of other people as well, the easiest way to turn this whole thing around is to go out and just spend some money. Open up the checkbook. Let's go sign some people. You know, a lot of the great teams did. The Rangers did that. That's how they turned things around in a couple years. Um, it's money that we know the ownership has. We we know that in the past they've been very cautious uh, about spending it wildly compared to other franchises like the Texas Rangers in the last couple of years or, you know, guys like the Padres and, you know, bigger market teams too, obviously New York and LA and all of them. But um, the Cardinals really haven't had to do that though. They haven't been in a spot where they felt the need to overspend, to remain relevant in the league. You know, sure, they've made some questionable free agent deals over the years. All teams have. But overall, their model to win baseball games, it, it worked for many, many years. They've been very successful. They won a lot of ball games, perhaps not as many championships as we'd hoped for. But winning a championship isn't easy. It's not. If it was, everybody would do it every year, you know? How you spend your money, it's important because you can go out and blow as much money as you want. doesn't mean you're automatically going to win. Go ask the Mets and uh, the Yankees and the Phillies. Phillies, for all this money they've spent, as exciting they've been, 
have no rings to show for it in the last two years. Nothing. The Mets, biggest payroll in the history of the game this year. Nothing to show for it. Padres, ton of money this year. Nothing to show for it. Um, this year for the Cardinals, things went really bad. Really, really bad. And to dig themselves out of this whole buy next season, which appears to be the plan. You know, that's kind of the key to this. If, if they wanted to slow play this and let some of these younger pitchers develop and be good in a couple of years as a team, they could do that. that that's that, that's something that they could go with. But that doesn't appear to be the plan. You know, they, they have got veterans on this team with a window of opportunity with, uh, you know, Goldie and Arenado and Wilson Contreras, you know, already past the age of 30. So um, immediate results is at least what we think they're they're trying to do. It's what us fans want, obviously, in this day and age. Uh, if they wanted to tear it down and go young, they just trade these guys away, right? So to fix it, they're going to have to spend money. And former MLB GM Jim Bowden put up his top 40 free agents list. Uh, and along with it, he gave out like their projected co contracts that he thinks that the they'll garner for those people. And uh, he's got the Cardinals in on a lot of them. So let's just get started here at the top of the list. Shohei Otani, which I don't know if you guys saw this. All right. Tell me. I'm not. I can't really tell. You're going to have to look on YouTube here. I'm going to put the picture up. Is that Shohei and Newt Bar together in Miami? People say it is. It looks like Newt Bar, but. I'm not totally sure. Let me know down below. Uh, I believe the caption I saw was it. It was new. I don't know who the gentleman is on the left, but it was Shohei Newbar in Miami, hanging out, Newt doing his part and recruiting his teammates from the World Baseball Classic. Uh, unfortunately, Bowden does not have Shohei Otani um, and the Cardinals involved in that Otani sweepstakes that is uh, going to happen. Uh, he thinks Otani could get ten years, four hundred seventy-seven million dollars with incentives and escalators to make it over half a billion, despite having Tommy John surgery for the second time. He's not going to pitch next year. Um, obviously, we all know Otani's great, but he's got the Dodgers, Rangers, Mariners, Mets, Red Sox, Padres, Giants, Cubs, Phillies, and Blue Jays, all as the best fits. I I've consistently said, if he's not going to be an angel, I think he's going to be a Dodger. I think LA works for him. I don't think he has any visions or dreams about leaving LA. It just seems to to fit him nicely. He doesn't seem like an East Coast guy, does he? Uh, next on the list at number two, Japanese pitcher Yoshinobu Yamamoto. You all know about him right now. 16-6 um, and six last year, 23 starts, 1.21 ERA, lowest ERA of his career in a full season. Um, you're going to have to pay that posting fee and his contract, which uh, Bowden expects at seven years, $211 million. He does have the Cardinals in on this one. Uh, he's got the Cardinals, Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, Phillies, Rangers, Giants, Red Sox, Cubs as the best fits. Look, I want Yamamoto. I think he'd be great. I want him just like you guys want him. But I still find it hard to believe, not impossible, mind you, not impossible, but hard to believe that he will choose the St. Louis market as the place he's going to go to over New York, L.A., Philly, Boston, San Francisco, all these major markets that are going to be chasing after him as well. I'm just being real realistic. It's not impossible, but I wouldn't say their chances are all that great. It just, it just seems like one of those guys is going to just throw out a number that is bonkers, and the Cardinals are going to be like, what? We can't do that. We need multiple guys. We can't just blow it all on one guy. So I feel like that's going to go against them. 
Uh, number three on the list, Jordan Montgomery, who just won the World Series. Uh, stellar in the postseason, is about to get paid big time. Uh, left-hander, injury risk is low. He's not one of those guys that, you know, heaves it up there at 100 miles per hour. So he's relatively healthy usually. Uh, Bowden says, most teams I've talked with rank Montgomery above Blake Snell, even though the Padres lefty is expected to win the National League Cy Young Award this year. That tells you how much Montgomery's value has risen. He estimates Monty could get five years at $127 million, has the Cardinals, Yankees, Dodgers, Giants, Phillies, and Orioles as the top spots. Now, would Monty really return to the team that decided to pay Miles Michaelis over him? I didn't think it was a bad move at the time. I thought they were going to try to extend Montgomery, too. I was shocked when that didn't happen. Um, the Cardinals did do him a solid by sending him to a winner. Got himself a ring with the Rangers. Um, would he consider coming back to a team that just had a lot of turmoil last year? I don't know. I, I wonder if there's a bad taste in his mouth after this season. Again, not impossible, but I'm not sure a return to St. Louis is in the cards for one Jordan Montgomery. But we got a whole lot more guys to go through here because Bowden's got the Cardinals linked to a lot of the top guys as well as some mid and lower tier guys that we're going to talk about today. So we're going to continue with this list next on Locked on Cardinals. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. They just give that to you. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, great, great time to do it. Great time to do it. No better time to get in on the action. Very easy to use app. Wide range of betting options, which include obvious things that you're probably aware of, like spreads. But the player props are a lot of fun. You got over-unders you can deal with. Uh, Thursday Night Football tonight. Steelers hosting the Titans. Pittsburgh favored by two and a half at the time of this recording. Um, Titans are coming off of a, a win where Will Levis kind of went nuts. <laughs> Him and DeAndre Hopkins appear to have a good chemistry going there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they were able to beat the Falcons. They moved to three and four. Steelers, on the other hand, cannot figure out their offense. They have no idea what they're doing. They lose and fall to four and three. No matter who you take in this one, and I'm kind of leaning towards the Titans. I mean, you still got a Derrick Henry. You still got a DeAndre Hopkins. You got a pretty good defense over there, although they traded Kevin Byard. But uh, the Steelers haven't done much for me this year. So, uh, But whoever you take, I I'm going to go with the under on this one. I don't see a lot of offense happening here. Uh, the over-under at 36.5, so uh, might want to use that tonight. But Thursday Night Football is tough to predict. Um, other fun matchups this weekend, though. Dolphins, Chiefs, and Germany. Cowboys at the Eagles. Bills at the Bengals. Get in on the action. Try to win some money. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Thank you again for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. You can leave comments uh, for me on YouTube as well as on Twitter anytime you want. Feedback, always welcome and encouraged. I'm sure we're going to get plenty of them on these lists here from uh, former MLB GM Jim Bowden, who uh, put together his top 40 free agent list, and a lot of them are pitchers. He has the Cardinals linked to a bunch of them. In fact, he doesn't have the Cardinals linked to any position players whatsoever in his top 40. But we'll continue with the list here. We had Otani, Yamamoto, um, Yamamoto. I shouldn't say Mato. Who talks like that? Uh, Yamamoto and then Montgomery. Uh, the Cardinals in on 
Yamamoto and Montgomery, according to the list. Uh, next, in at number four, Aaron Nola, a guy that we've talked about. We know he had a, an inconsistent year with Philly, which is good for the Cardinals because the price perhaps drops a little bit, slips a little bit because of that. Uh, Bowden says in nine seasons with the Phillies, he's been reliable and durable, going 90-71 and 71 with a 3.72 ERA and 235 starts. He's finished top seven in the NL Cy Young Award voting three times. More importantly, Nola has provided at least 180 innings in each of the past five full seasons. He's also recorded more than 200 strikeouts in all five of those seasons. Now, he estimates Nola's contract at five years, $125 million, which, okay, <laughs> I'm in on that. Uh, he's got the Cardinals, Phillies, Red Sox, Orioles, Giants, Blue Jays, and Cubs as the best fits. And I like Nola. I've liked him from the very beginning. He just seems very stable. Right. And I know this year was inconsistent for him, but he also pitches in a, a ballpark that's not always conducive for pitchers. Um, I think he'd do well in St. Louis. I don't know his numbers at Bush Stadium. I should have looked that up, but um, injury risk is low. It just seems like a solid pitcher that you can trust to take the ball every five days. He's one of those guys I really hope they do make a run at. Uh, prying him from Philly. Feels like it's going to be tough, you know? It's uh, all he's ever known. He's never pitched anywhere else, and uh, they're still a really good baseball team right now. So going to be tough to get him from Philadelphia. Uh, in at number five, Blake Snell, the front runner for the NL Cy Young, would be his second time winning the award. Won it with uh, the Tampa Bay Rays over the American League. Still just 30 years old. The walks and the lack of innings, not great, but uh, the strikeouts, ooh, chef's kiss, beautiful. 234. In 180 innings this year. That's something the Cardinals are looking for. The swing and miss stuff. That was fourth in the league, by the way, overall. Bowden says this. I rank Snell behind Montgomery and Nola based on the feedback I've heard from teams and because he's pitched 180 innings only twice in his eight-year career and pitched fewer than 130 innings in the other six seasons. Now, the contract estimate here from Bowden, five years, 122. Has the Cardinals, Red Sox, Yankees, Giants, Dodgers, and the Padres as the best fits. Let me just put it to you simply. If you can get your hands on a two-time two Cy Young Award winner who is 30 years old, you do it, right? Right? You would, right? Never pitched in a big city. And he comes off, at least to me, as someone who, I don't know if he would enjoy the big city life all that much. Larger markets like New York or Boston, I don't know. I don't know if he fits in at those places, but, um, you know, ripping someone like him from the West Coast, a beautiful city like San Diego and pulling him to the Midwest. Seems like it will be tough. Uh, Seattle guy. I wonder why the Mariners weren't on the list here for this, but um, I don't know. We'll see. And then what if Seattle does jump in and then they're like, OK, we got Snell. Now we've got um, Castillo. We got Robbie Ray under contract. Maybe they are more willing to deal one of those younger guys that the Cardinals have had interest in. Uh, coming up on the list, he's got Bellinger, Chapman, Matt Chapman, not a, uh, a Roldis, who is on the list, by the way, but not this high. Uh, Josh Hader does not have the Cardinals in on him. Clayton Kershaw, he's only got the Dodgers and the Rangers or retirement. Uh, the Cardinals actually not mentioned again until we get to number 10. Another one of my favorites here, Sonny Gray coming in at number 10. Bowden says 8-8, eight eight, 2.79 ERA over 32 starts, struck at 183 and 184 innings. That was the most innings Gray has thrown since 2015. He finished in the 99th percentile in both pitching run value and breaking run value as opposing batters hit just 97 against his newfound sweeper, which was a difference maker. Contract prediction, 
Three years, $64 million. He's got the Cardinals, Twins, Rockies, Giants, Orioles, Angels, and Braves as the best fits. I say that because what pitcher wants to go to Colorado? That's crazy. And it sucks to be people in charge of the Colorado Rockies because if you don't draft your pitchers, I don't know how you're going to pull them into Colorado to pitch. I don't know if anybody wants to throw there. Um, I hate seeing the Braves name on the list there at the end because as far as attractive spots go, that'd be a nice one to land at. Um, that's a big one. And I've heard he wants to be closer to his home in Tennessee. So the Cardinals make a lot of sense, but Atlanta is not that far away either. Um, Cardinals would love the shorter contract. Obviously, that's going to be attractive to the Cardinals as well. Uh, number 11, Eduardo Rodriguez, lefty from Detroit. He's got an opt-out clause. So we're not really sure if he's exercising that or not at the time of this recording. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I would assume he's going to. So does Bowden, who says I uh, went 13-9, and 3.30 ERA, 1.153 whip over 26 starts. The Tigers did try to trade him to the Dodgers at the deadline, but he invoked his no-trade clause. I expect he'll opt out of his contract, but won't be surprised if he re-signs with the Tigers for a bigger deal. His contract prediction, five years, $90 million. Tigers, Cardinals, Orioles, and the Reds as the best fits. Um, he had one really good year in Boston, 2019, 19-6 that year, 213 strikeouts, but only year that he's thrown over 158 innings. Um, if he's going to be like your three or four, then I guess, but I wouldn't want him as my top option, you know, at least not for me. Secondary guy. Sure, but I don't know. I've just never been in love with Eduardo Rodriguez. It's, it's, I don't know. There's just nothing that I've been like, ooh, exciting. Uh, how about our old friend Michael Waka coming in at number 12? Strong season this year in San Diego. Last two years, really, with Boston and San Diego. Pretty darn good. Um, the thing is, he may not even become a free agent. That's an issue. Uh, Bowden explains it says the Padres have a $16 million team option for 2024. And then a $16 million team option for 2025 that must be exercised or declined at the same time. If the team options are declined, Waka will have player options for 2024 at six and a half, 2025 at six, and 2026 at six million. But I would guess the Padres will exercise the team option. So he likely won't even reach free agency. Now, if he does, the prediction was two years, 32 million. Cardinals, Giants, Cubs is who he had as the best fits. Uh, normally I'm a guy who likes to bring in new blood. I don't like to regurgitate the same guys that we've had before, but in the circumstances that the Cardinals are in right now, you need multiple guys. Okay. You can't just pay one. You got to go get a couple of them. And at that price, it'd be hard for me not to bring him back. If he was willing to do it at that price, he, he wouldn't be your top of the rotation guy either, but certainly slide in at, uh, number three quite nicely. But again, I would imagine the Padres are going to keep uh, next one up at number 13, a guy who didn't do himself any favors this year because he had a bad season. Uh, Lucas Giolito coming in at 13. Bowden says this about Lucas eight and 15 this season, 4.88 ERA over 33 starts, 184 and a third innings allowed a league leading 41 home runs, struck out 10 batters per nine though, and walked 3.6 per nine. His best seasons were from 2019 to 2021, which it's 2023, not that long ago, um, where he finished in the top 11 of the AL Cy Young Award voting all three seasons. He needs to sign with a team with a strong pitching coach and analytics staff that will treat him as a reclamation project. With the right pitching plan, Giolito could rediscover what he had 
during his prime years of production. Now, my question is for you. Would you consider Dusty Blake and the crew uh, that the Cardinals have a strong pitching coach and analytics staff? Because if the answer is no to that question, then this probably isn't a great idea. Uh, the potential is there. Sure. He was one of the top guys in baseball, uh, you know, or coming up like they everybody thought he was going to be a superstar coming up with the Nationals. And if we had like a Tony La Russa and a, and a Dave Duncan at the helm who did very, very well with reclamation projects, I would love to have him. But it's not where we are as an organization. Uh, Bowden has the contract prediction at two years, 24 million with an opt out after this year. As the Cardinals among the best fits, along with like a dozen other teams, um, just doesn't seem like a great fit to me. Cardinals don't need a reclamation project. They, you know, if you're going to spend money, spend it on a veteran that's got a strong track record. I don't, I don't want somebody that I'm hoping is going to be okay. I want somebody who at least gives me a chance and then might do better. Not somebody that I'm just hoping he shows up. Still got a few names to go through on this list here because uh, he went through 40 of them. Again, Cardinals are involved in a lot of these. Um, coming up next, in fact, one pitcher who, to me, screams Cardinals. Seems like a very good fit. I'll tell you who he is next on Locked on Cardinals. Making our way down former MLB GM Jim Bowden's list on The Athletic. We're up to number 15 so far. And um, a guy that honestly really went under the radar. And until I read this list, I really didn't think about him all that much. But the more I read about him, the more I look at his numbers, I'm like, hmm, that, that right there, that could be a cardinal. That could be a target for sure. Seth Lugo, who was also with the Padres this past year. Now Bowden writes about him. Has a player option at $7.5 million for 2024, but he is not expected to exercise it. He went 8-7 and seven this year with a 3.57 ERA over 26 starts and 146 in a third innings. It was the first time Lugo was a full-time starter since 2017, and he relished the role. He has now kept his season ERA between 3.5 and 3.6 for three consecutive years, although his strikeouts per nine innings have trended down from 10.7 to 9.6 to 8.6 over that span. Contract prediction, two years, $20 million. Cardinals, Padres, Angels, Tigers, Royals. Bowden lists those guys as the best fits. 33 years old, same age as uh, Sonny Gray. And although the strikeout trend is not ideal, because we know the Cardinals are looking for swing and miss stuff, but if you're looking for a third guy, right? You're looking for, you know, when we came into this thinking they need three pitchers. We heard that phrase, which... I hate the fact that he said it. I've said that before, but three pitchers is what they were looking for for the rotation. If this is your third guy, I think I'm all right with that. Michaelis, Matz, and Lugo is your three, four, five. And then you go out and get two top-notch guys, whether it's another free agent or you do some trades. Um, I think he fits the bill. He's not a sexy name. Wouldn't be signed to carry the staff, but he gives the Cardinal, he gives me the Cardinal vibes of the type of guy that they might bring in. So it wouldn't shock me if he was one of them that uh, the Cardinals went after. And I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. At two years, 20 million, I wouldn't hate that at all. Uh, Cardinals aren't mentioned again until you get to number 29. And that's when he brings up the Cubs' Kyle Hendricks, who has a $16.5 million team option. I, I, 
I'd be shocked the Cubs didn't exercise that and bring him back. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't go back to the Cubs, uh, Bowden's got the Cardinals, Dodgers, and Giants as the other best fits for him. Two years at $25 million. Not top of the rotation guy. Again, we're getting down into the mid and lower tier dudes here. Um, but he's given the Cardinals fits over the years. Like, I hate going up against him. Soft tosser, but he knows how to pitch. And I know we just went down this road with Wainwright, where it was a guy who's getting older and he's not throwing hard anymore. But Kyle Hendricks has never thrown hard. He, he's used to it. So I don't really want him, but if push came to shove and he was your last guy, okay. Uh, former Cardinal Jordan Hicks in at number 30. Uh, Bowden does not have the Cardinals as a good fit for him. I'd be surprised if the Cardinals didn't try to bring him back, at least talk to the guy, but he's got the Astros, Rangers, Blue Jays, Yankees, Braves, Padres, Dodgers, all involved here. Three years, 30 million. I think somebody will sign him as a closer. I don't think the Cardinals are going to do that. I think they like Helsley. And if, you know, the rumors are true that they like Matsui from over in Japan, he's another guy that can close. So I think Hicks can probably get a bigger payday and be a closer if that's what he wants to do with one of these other teams. Texas guy, so Houston and the Rangers do make a lot of sense. And number 31, a guy that I'm a fan of, Wade Miley, who's already been all over the NL Central. Reds, Brewers, Cubs. Um, he would be, or he would have been, a nice fit for the old model of the Cardinals, right? Uh, a pitch-to-contact kind of guy, but I don't know if he's the type of pitcher the Cardinals are looking for these days. Uh, Bowden has the Cardinals, Reds, Pirates, and Cubs is good fit. So the NL Central is a good fit for Wade Miley, someplace that he's enjoyed calling home for a while. Um, one year, $13.5 million. Again, if he's your number five, I don't hate it, but I don't know if that's what they're looking for. Uh, number 32, Andrew Heaney just won the, the World Series with the Rangers. Player option at $13 million, which Bowden expects him to decline. Two years, $25 million is his uh, contract prediction as the Cardinals among a, a whole bunch of suitors in this one. Another guy seems like a good fit for the bottom of the rotation. I would not hate Andrew Heaney if he ended up being one of your bottom three guys of the rotation. I don't think that's a problem. Number 33 is Jack Flaherty. Jim Bowden does not <laughs> have the Cardinals in on Jack. One year, $10 million with incentives is the prediction for him. Uh, still only 28 years old, but he didn't do much after going to Baltimore. Dodgers, Nationals, Royals, Pirates, and Tigers. He feels like a Royal, doesn't he? Like Jack Flaherty to the Kansas City Royals on a one-year deal. Has like a good first half of the season. Gets traded. Signs like a three-year deal after that. That feels like a very Jack Flaherty thing to happen this year. So um, Cardinals not involved in him, and I'm okay with that. Uh, the last two he's got the Cardinals mentioned with here are at number 34, Kenta Maeda, uh, returned from Tommy John surgery, uh, 4.23 ERA over 20 starts, 117 Ks and 104 in the third innings. Really good after June 23rd. Bowden points that out. Uh, the number 6-4 and four, ERA, 3.36, 103 strikeouts and 88 in the third innings. One year, $10 million with incentives is the contract prediction. He's got uh, the Twins, the Giants, the Angels, and the Cardinals as the best fits. Now, you're going to laugh at this, but at the same time, you're going to be like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. With all of the talk of the Japanese pitchers, right? Coming over, Cardinals are interested in all of these guys and whatnot. Doesn't this make sense for the Cardinals to sign Kenta Maeda? Like, no Yamamoto, no Imanaga, no Matsui, but we got Kenta. 
Wouldn't that be a very Mo move? Well, we did get a Japanese pitcher, guys. Doesn't that sound like a Mo thing to do? But coming back from Tommy John, and he got better and better as the season went on. I don't hate this. I don't hate this as another one of your bottom three guys. Uh, at number 39, I hate this one. James Paxton. Another one-year deal with incentives. Um, this fellow always gets hurt. I know. I don't even want to go here. I don't even want to go here. No James Paxton, please. I don't I don't need this dude in my life. Let some other big market overpay for him. Give him a shot. Cardinals, Dodgers, Rays, Twins, and Angels in on him, according to Bowden. But ugh, no, thank you. The dude's always hurt. Always hurt. But uh, there you go. Told you he's got the Cardinals in on a lot of them, which makes sense if they got to fill three roles. So um, most of the names on this list you've already heard. We've talked about them before, but... You know, guys like Waka and Lugo and Maeda and uh, Heaney, all back of the rotation guys that I would love to see in a Cardinal uniform as long as they signed at least one of the bigger guys to be the top of the, the food chain there in the starting rotation and then uh, probably make a trade for another one. I mean, I'd be surprised if they don't make a trade for a starter as well as add two of them through free agency. I, I just feel like that seems like the logical way to go about this. but. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, let me know your thoughts down below in the comments on YouTube and on Twitter X. Also, new poll up today. My wife wants to decorate for Christmas tonight. Tonight. She's in full Mariah Carey mode already. Was already singing holiday tunes. Too early. Should I just let it slide? What do you guys think? I got the poll up on, uh, on the Twitter page if you want to uh, place a vote on there. So far... People are saying, let it go. We'll see what happens. I'll probably fold because wives are always right. Anyway, thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. If you haven't already uh, given us a follow on Twitter, do that. LO underscore Cardinals and a JD Sports Radio. Like, subscribe on YouTube, help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. Getting closer to 7,900 subscribers. The goal is trying to get to 8,000 before the end of the year. We're now in November. I think we can do it. Could use your help. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I will see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.